1: What's going on, everybody? Come on in. We're on Instagram and TikTok tonight. I'm gonna give you a quick preview of tomorrow's message. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, In this new series that we just started uh, on Wednesday called Stop, there's some things you gotta stop because there's some things God is about to start. Come on in, speak to me, and let me know where you are watching from. Come on in, speak to me, let me know where you are watching from. TikTok, we're gonna give y'all a moment to get in here. Let me know where you're watching from. Um, and uh, we're going to go from there. Just got back literally uh, from Birmingham, Alabama. It was amazing. Ministered for two days uh, to business owners and pastors and entrepreneurs and all of that. It was just an amazing, amazing time. Um, As I pour, I'm often refilled, and so it was just absolutely amazing. The Testimonies um, were amazing, Uh, and so good to see you. Ohio, good to see you. Chicago, good to see you. Come on in, let me know where you're watching from. Aurora, good to see you. Um, Let me congratulate. Atlanta, good to see you. <clears throat> Shalom, hello, how are you? Come on in, let me know where you are watching from. It was absolutely amazing and um, amazing testimony. There's a couple there um, that their testimony, how God has moved in their life, has just been absolutely uh, amazing. Birmingham, good to see you. It's been absolutely amazing to see uh, how... That couple has been... How did I miss that? Uh, I don't know. But it was Birmingham. Um, It was amazing. There's a couple there in their testimony, y'all. It's just absolutely amazing. Hey, Memphis, Jersey. Good to see you. Um, They literally, um, I think about a year ago in West Palm Beach, (coughs) um, I released a prophetic word. They sold. I was at Refresh. It was held at Refresh Family Church. Um, And in that, um, they'd sold... I went back in October, they had an amazing testimony about their business, uh, their business had grown and did exceptionally well. And then um, they had sold that night while I was there, October 20th, 2021st. I just remember it because it was the 20th, October 21st where Lord spoke to me about what this year was gonna be. And let me tell y'all, it was amazing to hear their testimony. So on, th- on Friday, she comes up to me, she says, Bishop, when we sold, and then you released that word, Uh, She says, our business went crazy. She started naming me the clients that her business has. And if I was to name some of these names, you would absolutely know these names. These are uh, major in terms of popular names. It's just amazing to see the testimony. And uh, they tapped into it, sold into it, and to see the progress and the results are just absolutely amazing. So I love hearing so many stories like that. Anyway, anyway, I need you to make this declaration and say, and my praise report is next. Come on, talk. What's going on? It looks like it's not not sharing like it normally does and letting people uh, see it on TikTok. So we're going to give it a moment. Uh, But in all of that, let me say this to you. Your praise report uh, is certainly next. Guys, we started this series on Wednesday. Before I do that, let me congratulate you on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, day six of our 21 days of fasting and prayer. Can I just get you to drop a six on the screen, whatever platform you're watching on? Congratulations on making it through the first six days of our 21 days of fasting and prayer. Um, listen, six is the number of man. And sometimes you got to get past yourself. I pray that today, God would help you to get past you, your insecurities, Um you're feeling sometimes of a telephobia that's not feeling good enough. Um, Sometimes the greatest victory you can have is victory you ready over you. So my prayer for you today, and I'll do a video for it and release it, is that literally God would give you the ability to get over yourself. Um, Because for many of you, your greatest challenge, it literally is you. You are your greatest challenge. You are your greatest obstacle, but I need you to make this declaration and say, I'll get over myself. Come on, y'all. I will get over myself. All right, we started this series on Wednesday. It's our series all the month of March. The series is called Stop. It's Stop. The series is called Stop because there's some things that you have to stop so that God can start. I'm gonna say it again. There's some things you have to stop so that God can start. I'll say it a third time. There's some things you have to stop so that God can start. Um, And when we looked at this, we talked about in Wednesday's message, we opened up with stop being normal. You were not sent to the earth to be normal. In fact, the Bible says this, 1 John 4, 17, as he is, so are we in this world. Can I get some of my viewers over here on TikTok to share? When you share, people get saved over here on Instagram. You share. We're just on Instagram and TikTok tonight tonight um, for the preview of tomorrow's message. But when you share, people get saved. So make sure that you share. All right. Click to share. Um, First John 417. We'll make sure of it. Shoot me a DM. We'll make sure of it. First John 417. As he is, so are we in this world, which means everything that Jesus is, y'all got to hear me. We are supposed to be in the earth. So Jesus was a healer. Guess what you're in the earth to do? To heal. Uh, Jesus made ways out of no way. Guess what? That's what we will do in the earth everything that he is, we are in the earth. You are not sent to be normal. <clears throat> you were not sent to be regular. You were literally sent, pay attention to be, watch me, him in the earth. So when you look at this, there's some things you have to stop so that God can start. And many times the things that you're stopping, if I look at me, especially if you grew up in church, you may be sin conscious. So you may think, well, these are sinful things that I'm doing. And it's not always that, that you're doing sin or you're doing something that's wrong. Sometimes it's that you're not doing enough of what's right. I'm going to say it again. It's not that you're doing what's wrong. Sometimes you're not doing enough of what's right. So look at First Corinthians 6.12. It says, <clears throat> just because something is technically legal, It doesn't mean it's spiritually appropriate. And in this series, there's some things where it may be, it may not be sin to do. It's just not productive for you to do. I need you to make this declaration. I'll be productive in 2022. Everybody listen. There is a difference between being busy and productive. If I don't use the term I've been busy. You know why? Because being busy me is like being on a treadmill. When a treadmill, when you're on a treadmill, you're putting out a lot of energy, but guess what? You didn't go anywhere. And for some of you, your life has felt like you've been on a treadmill where you have put out a lot of energy, you put out a lot of effort, but you have not made any progress. Listen, 2022, it will be a productive year for you. You're not just running in place. You're going to be able to see the distance that you covered. You are not just going to be standing there exerting energy. You will see productivity. So the apostle Paul says just because it's legal doesn't mean it's appropriate, which means that also doesn't mean that it's productive. Um, Appropriate is a contextual word. What does that mean? For example, when I was in Birmingham this, uh, this afternoon, it was 80 degrees. When I left, it was 80 degrees. When I got back to Denver, hear me, it was cold. I was so grateful that it didn't snow because that's what the report said, but it was 28 degrees. I looked on my car and it told me the car is currently 28 degrees. I said, God, yeah, listen, I came out, I didn't have a jacket, I didn't have a hoodie, I didn't have anything for that weather, watch me, which means in the context of it being 28 degrees, I was not dressed in an appropriate way, y'all gotta hear me. I and mean, for some of you, it is not that you're doing wrong, it's just that you're doing the right thing, but you're doing it at the wrong time, mm. So it's not appropriate. And in 2022, not only will you be productive, but you're also going to do the right thing at the right time. Y'all better talk to me in these comments. You're going to be productive and you're going to do the right thing at the right time. See, some of you've got great ideas. It just wasn't the right time some of you, uh, you were getting ready to uh, start something, it wasn't the right time. Some of you were getting ready to end something, it's not the right time. It is so important that you do it in the appropriate time, all right? So the apostle Paul says, just because something is technically legal does not mean that it's spiritually appropriate. He says, if I went around doing whatever I thought I could get away with, he says, I'd be a slave to my whims whims means I will be playing games and I need you to hear me on TikTok and on Instagram come on talk, share it Let me, <clears throat> listen to me, you, watch me you do not have time to play games with your life you do not have time to play games with your life you do not have time to play games with people there are certain people you just gotta look at and say you know what, you just are about playing games and I'm about being productive and you need to watch me you do not get mad at the folks that are playing games, you just make sure you don't play the game with them. I need you to type that on the screen, I'm not playing games. You're not playing games with your faith this year. You're not playing games with your finances this year. You're not playing games with your uh, uh, the people around you this year. You're not playing games with your circle this year. You are not playing games. I'm not doing that. Uh, listen, if you wanna act a fool, act a fool by yourself. Some of you need to tell some of your family members, I'm not playing games with you. You do all of this crazy stuff and all these ups and downs and you're going to suck people into these emotional. Mm -mm. I'm not playing games with you. The Apostle Paul says, I'm not going to do what's inappropriate and I'm not going to do what's unproductive. Why? Because I'd be playing games. And I don't have time for your games. I don't have time to going over the same things over and over again. There's some things I decided today and over the last couple of days. I said, you know what? I'm just, this is too much back and forth about this particular subject. I'm done with it. Why? Because this is a game. Watch me. And I'm not to be played with. Y'all better hear me. I am not to be played with. I need you to release that into the atmosphere and type it in the chat. I'm not to be played with. I am not to be played with. All right? You waste time when you're playing games because when you're playing games, what does it mean to play a game? It means that you're playing, you ready, for no real results. you got to hear that. You're playing, but you're playing for no real results. Once Monopoly is over, that's not real money. Once Dominoes is over, unless you're betting on it, that's not real money. Once chess is over, that's not a real king. That's not a real queen. That's not a real bishop. Those aren't real things. Those are pawns. It's not real. And I need some of you all to start taking your life, you got to hear me, start taking your life more seriously than you do. Because watch me, I am not to be played with. There's no results in me going back and forth with somebody that's not able to produce, that's not able to make it happen. Do that for what? (laughs) Mm -mm, Not happening, all right? So Wednesday, I opened up the series with Stop Being Normal. And I said this line to you, and I want you to listen to it. I'm going to say it again. Too many Christians fight to be normal and fight to have normal lives as if normal is an accomplishment. Look at me. Normal is not an accomplishment. Can I get a few of you to type that? Normal is not an accomplishment. Too many Christians are like, I just want a normal life. For what? For what? You mean to tell me Jesus died for you to have some square life, L7? Get out of here. He did not die for you to have some regular, average, normal life. He died so that you could have life and life more abundantly. If you're living a normal life, you ready? It's a sin. It's a sin. Normal is not an accomplishment. We weren't sent to the earth to be normal. We were sent, First John 4, 17... As he is, so are we in this world, which means we were sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. It does not mean we won't have challenges. It means that we approach our challenges differently because we're not normal. In fact, we were sent to be weird. And I taught you this is going to be a weird year. Now, weird, if you haven't heard me teach this, just sit sit tight for a second. Weird isn't a bad word. Um, It was in Birmingham that the Lord spoke this to me on October 21st, 2021. It's a 2022 is going to be a weird year. I said, God, what do you mean by that? I said, you can't get ask me to preach about weird. That's crazy. I said, it's going to be a weird year. And weird sounds weird until you properly define it. Five definitions of weird. And this is how you're supposed to be. Number one, do your assignment. In 2022, you're going to do what you were created to do. This is why every door that needs to be shut will be shut. And don't try to knock on it. Let it be shut. Because God says, I will shut the doors that need to be shut so that you spend your time this year in your assignment. Second definition of weird: supernatural. You and I were sent to be supernatural. We're not supposed to be natural. This is why God will put you in some situations where you have some supernatural things. Who on here right now, you are in a situation where you literally have no good natural options. Wave at me. I want to release about 10 of you tonight. Wave at me where if you got a situation in your life, there's an area of your life, wave at me, and the truth is, none of the natural options are really that good. None of the natural options are really that good. Thank you for the shot of I love you over there. I don't know what that means on TikTok Live, but I'll take it, let's go. All right, I see your hands. I see me, me over here, Lisa Boss over here. I see your hands over here. All right, guess what? Guess what? While you are looking at that situation naturally like God, Sometimes here's what we'll think. This isn't fair. Why are you letting this happen? God, I can't believe this. Pay attention. It's not a bad thing. You got to hear me. The reason you have a problem with no good natural options is because God says, I'm about to do something supernatural through you. The reason you have no good natural options is so that the, you ready? The only thing you have to lean on is the supernatural. I need you to speak to your situation and say, it's about to get supernatural. Come on, y'all. It's about to get supernatural. I have no good, hear me, natural options because God wants me to go supernatural. Listen, when they didn't have bread, uh, the Lord rained bread out of heaven. They had no good natural options. They couldn't go start a bakery. They didn't have the materials they needed to bake the bread. So what did God do? He did something Supernatural. When they didn't have water, God told Moses, go speak to a rock. Water comes out of a rock. Moses beats the rock. He's not supposed to beat it. He's supposed to speak to it. Water comes out of the rock. But they had no good natural options. There were no bodies of water. They didn't have a filtration system. There were no bodies of water immediately around them that they could drink from. Um, there was no rain um, uh, uh, of deposits. They couldn't dig into the earth to get to the aquifers. You got to hear me. So God says, I want to tap into the supernatural. I want to do something where I know you have no good natural options, but what I'm gonna do is do something supernatural. I'm gonna make it happen for you and you'll know that it was God. That means unnatural, unearthly, unreal. Third definition, it means uncanny. That means strange, mysterious, mystifying, abnormal, unusual, unexpected. You are the unexpected one. Why? Because everybody else wrote you off. You're the unexpected one. And you're going to be the one that wins. You're like the David in your bloodline. Where seven of David's brothers come in because they're getting ready to anoint a new king. And David, you got to hear me. And David is still out in the field. And while David is still out in the field, pay attention. David is not the expected one. They're like, it's not going to be him. It's not going to be him. It's not gonna be him. I need you to type this on the screen, but it's me. If you don't type that and open your mouth and say that, but it's me, but it's me, but it's me, but it's me. You're the unexpected one. And I need you to be prepared to be in rooms where you're the unexpected one. To be around people where you're the unexpected one. To be in situations where you're the unexpected one, right? Number four definition is zany and zany means unconventional, unorthodox, surreal, crazy. God says, you're about to do some unorthodox things. It's not gonna be a regular year for you. Get ready for your schedule to change. Get ready for your flights to change. Some of you need to get your passports. It's not gonna be an orthodox year for you. You have to do some unorthodox things. Be ready to drive a different car. Who am I talking to? Be ready to leave the city you've been in for years. Why? Because the cloud of glory is about to say, ooh, let's go. Let's go. I'm talking to a few of y'all right there. You got to hear that, all right? You're the unexpected one. And so in being the unexpected one, you're going to have to do some unorthodox things, some unconventional things, some surreal things like, I'm not really doing this. Some crazy things. I told the Lord this year, Lord, anything you have for me, I will jump. I will jump. If I think it's for me, I will jump. Watch me jump. I just need about 20 of y'all on these combined lives tonight. to Just type this on the screen. Jump. Because there's some things you sit there, but let me calculate. Baby, jump, jump, jump. Crisscross will make it. Jump, jump. You better jump. Fourth definition or fifth definition. Is creepy and creepy isn't a bad thing. Creepy actually means fear or unease, which means, is this really happening for me? I've watched it happen for other people, I've watched it manifest for other people. I've not seen it happen for me yet. And for many of you, you got to hear me some amazing things about to happen for you. The stuff you celebrated happening for other people, this is going to be the year it happens for you. Alright? We weren't sent to the earth to be normal. First John 417. So as he is, so are we. We were sent to the earth to be weird. Jesus was all five of these characteristics. He did his assignment. At the age of twelve, he knew what he was called to do. He says to his mother, <clears throat> Woman, do you not know that I must be about my father's business? Number two, Jesus was supernatural. It was unreal. It was unnatural. <clears throat> Turning water into wine. Feed five thousand men, plus women and children. Which means y'all say he fed the 5,000. He didn't feed 5,000. He fed a 15,000 or more. It was 5,000 men plus women and children. Watch me. He's so supernatural. He took two fish, he took a two piece dinner with five hush puppies and fed 15,000 plus people. Some of you keep saying, I don't have enough. No, boo, it's about to be supernatural. As you start to release it, God's going to increase it. As you release it, God's going to increase it. As you release it, God's going to increase it. Got it? I need some of you. There's four of you on here tonight where you're literally, yeah, y'all, listen, my prophetic has been in hyper hyper mode for the last two days because I've been flowing like that very heavily the last couple of days. There's four of you on here where you literally were saying, I know I need to release a seed, but... Tonight, by the time we get off this live and I give you the methods to give, you need to release that seat. There's four of you. As a matter of fact, the Holy Ghost said, call you out. There's four of you. I need you to do a hand-wavy emoji if I'm talking to you because some of you keep saying, well, it's not enough and I need to keep it for this. I need to keep it for that. God says, you better release that tonight. There's four of you. If I'm talking to you, do that hand-wavy emoji because in just a moment, you're about to release that. In just a moment, you're about to release that. As, As the little boy released his lunch, two fish, And five loaves of bread. Pay attention. Then Jesus blesses it. He breaks it. Then he releases it again. I see one. There are four of you minimum on here. That's two. There are four of you minimum. That's three. There are four of you minimum on here. Four of you minimum. That's four. Listen. Then look at this third definition. In just a moment, you're about to have your moment. Uh, Number three, uncanny, strange, mysterious, mystifying, abnormal, unusual, unexpected. All right. You're about to do some unexpected things. It's unexpected. For those of you like me, who you like to calculate everything, you like to plan everything, I need you watch me to not be so married to the rigidity of your schedule. Oh my God. Why? Because there's certain things, there's certain meetings you're going to be pulled into that are not on your calendar, but that meeting is going to change your life. There's certain meetings you're going to be pulled into that are not part of your schedule and it's going to change your life. All right. So all of these things Jesus was, all of these things we must be. Let's go. And I gave you these things on Wednesday. And I encourage you, if you don't have our app, get our app. How do you do it? Text the word harvest. I keep doing this, y'all, because something is a bumper right there. So um, Jesus, um, I want you to get our uh, mobile app. How do you get the app? Text the word harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. I'm, can I get it for you, you to type that on both platforms. We're going to pray for you, Rebecca, for another job. We're going to pray for you and it's going to be better than what you have. Um, Type the word Harvest. Text the word Harvest on the phone number 877-552-4746. All right? In that, and um, and then I know how to pin over here. I don't know how to pin on TikTok, but y'all put it up there for me. Here we go. In this, um, let me help you with this. I gave you a few things that normal people do versus what we do. We don't do like normal people do. The first thing, is normal people call things like they see it. We call it how we want to see it. Romans 4, 17, God calls things that be not as though they were. God calls that things that be not as though they were. Remember, 1 John four seventeen. as he is, so are we in the earth. So if God calls things that be not as though they were, guess what you're supposed to do? Call things that be not as though they were. That's why Joel three ten says, let the weak say I am strong. I'm, they're weak, but they're supposed to say they're strong. And you're not lying. You're prophesying. Can I get you right now to call something the way you want to see it? Type it in the chat. Type it in the chat, wherever you're at. Call something. uh Oh, call something the way you want to see it. I knocked this down. Call something the way you want to see it. Call something the way that you want to see it. Call something the way you want to see it. Type it on the screen. Look, that was weird. Come on, weird. I didn't knock the thing down. Got the camera swinging. Come on, call something the way that you want to see it. The way that you want to see it. Call something the way that you want to see it. Maybe, you, maybe you're not as healthy as you want to be. Type that on the screen. Maybe you're not as joyful as you want to be. Call it the way you want to see it. Call things that be not as though they were. Maybe you have debt. Call yourself debt free. Y'all better come on here. Whatever it is, call something that be not as though it were. That's Bible. And you keep saying, well, I just don't feel it. Baby, you don't have to. Listen, look at me. He didn't tell you to feel it. He didn't tell you to feel it. You know what he told you to do? He told you to call it. And some of y'all calling Tyrone. You need to call in that loan. Listen, look, you literally, he says, call things that be not as though they were, which means I literally say it as if it already was. All right? So I am this thing. This thing has already happened. Don't make it future tense, make it current. I am already debt free. Make that your declaration. All right? All right, here we go. Number two, normal people accept anything. Come on. Woo, come on here. Normal people accept anything, but we we ask for everything. We ask for everything. We ask for everything. Here we go. James 4.2, last part of the verse says, you do not have because you do not ask. You have not because you ask not. There's a lot of you, you ready? You mad, but you never actually opened your mouth. Anything I want, I can ask for. This is why I don't have to be a hater. I am not, let me help some of y'all. I am not a hater. I'm a celebrator of other people. I celebrate when other people win. Even other men of God, I'll look and I'll be like, that's amazing. That's amazing. And if they got something I want, you know what I do? I stretch my hand and I say, the same God that did it for them is the same God that can do that and more for me. I can ask for what I want. I need you to ask for it. And don't not ask, y'all, It's not A-X-E, ask, A-S-K. You gotta ask for it. The, the verse literally says, you're jealous, you covet." and you murder, you're envious, you fight, and you battle, but you never asked for it. Some of y'all are mad about stuff you never opened your mouth to get. You have to ask for it. Number three, normal people live worldly, but we live weird. First Corinthians 3.3, 3, it says you're still worldly because there's jealousy, strife, and discord. Jealousy, strife, and discord. So watch me. If you're normal, you get jealous of people. Why do you not have to get jealous? Because you just learned you can ask for anything anybody else has. Number two, why don't you have to have strife? What's strife? Fighting with your team. Listen, you don't fight with people. There's some, sometimes you have to recognize certain people aren't on your team. They just have on your uniform. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes you have to, you have to, you have to recognize some people are not on your team. They just have on your uniform. Okay, what do you mean by that, Bishop? Because if if we're supposed to be fighting together and instead we're fighting one another, we got a whole problem on our hands. We have a whole problem on our hands. I'm not fighting with you and you're supposed to be on my team not doing it. Some of y'all need to tell your kids tonight. We ain't having this mess in this house again. So whatever you was going to do, you do that tonight. But going forward, we ain't doing this. If it happens again, you got to go. You got to go because we're not doing it. Somebody need to tell your spouse, baby, listen, I know you get emotional, you get upset and all that. But let me tell you something. We ain't fighting each other no more. So if you want to come in here and act a fool with me, then let, maybe what we need to do, maybe, then, maybe you could, then maybe you should go. Y'all not saying nothing to me on, this, on, this, on these comments because we are not going to fight one another. We have a whole fight. We need to fight outside. We're not fighting one another. We're not gonna have strife with one another. We're not. If you're the leader and you have people on your team who are creating strife, terminate them off your team. And here's how you do it, do it real nice. Say, you know what, I wanna release you into your, into your future. I release you into your future. I release you into your future. If you're a leader, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, I'm not gonna fight you and pay you, you must be nuts. I'm not gonna fight you and pour into you and you're supposed to be on my team. I was gonna say something, Lord Jesus, thank you for keeping my tongue. Baby, bye. I was gonna say something else in front of bye that rhymes with Iga. Listen, last thing. Normal people live from the paradigm of their past, but we live from the future. But we live from the future. We live from the future. Isaiah 43, 18, remember not the former things, um, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. I'm just keeping it 100. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Wow. Y'all ready? Here's the deal. God says, I want you to pay close attention to this verse. Say, I need you to just, when I get you to say this and type it. I live from the future. Look at me. You're not a slave to your past. You're not a slave to your failures. You're not a slave to what's going wrong. You're not a slave to any of the, come on Instagram, come on TikTok. You are not a slave to anything from your past. And matter of fact, when the enemy tries to use your past against you, just say, listen, I don't live there anymore. Like you're sending mail to a place where I don't live anymore. So I, might get, I don't even get the mail. When the enemy sends mail to your past, you just need to say, I don't even live there anymore. So, And watch me. And you can't forward this mail. 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 Bishop, but it just happened yesterday. Look at me. That's the past. Bishop, it happened today day at noon. That's the past. God, watch me, He is a, the Bible says he's a very present help in a time of trouble. Now, faith is, let me just teach you the principle. God is in the now. He, look at me, he is not in your past. He is in your now, which means, sh- sh- see how the second just passed? He's in that moment. He's not in the previous moment. It's the past. So I need some of y'all to learn how to get over your past much more quickly, much more quickly. Come on here. You helped me manifest the job, even though it's temp, but it got my bills paid. It pays 50 an hour. Come on. Come on, Yoli over here on Instagram. Amazing. To God be the glory. All right. I want to just break this verse down. Remember not. God says, don't you think about it and don't you say nothing about it. Can I be honest? A lot of what you're afraid to do now is because of your past. You're afraid because of your past. How many of you can be honest with me? If There's some things that you're afraid of because of your past. You're afraid to apologize because in your past when you apologize it didn't go well. You're afraid to start over because in your past when you started over, it didn't go well. You're afraid. You're afraid. You're afraid. Wave at me if you're afraid because of your past. Wave at me. Okay? Guess what? The Bible says, don't you even think about it. I don't even want you to bring up your past. Then he says, don't, watch me, remember, don't say nothing about it. Well, you know, the last time, shut your mouth. Can I get you to get a little aggressive with yourself and just type it on the screen, shut up. And you're talking to you. This ain't to your neighbor, this is to you. Shut up, shut up. God says, I don't want you to think about it and I don't want you to say anything about it. Don't you go in that interview talking about the past. Well, you know, my last job didn't just shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Get aggressive with yourself. Shut up. I'm just giving you Bible. God says, remember not. Remember not. Listen, the former things. Nor consider. That's deep to me. Because the word consider means do not factor this into your calculations. Wow. God says, don't factor this into your calculations. Wow. God says, do not even factor this Instagram into your calculations. So don't say, well, you know, I'm just thinking it is because the last time God says, don't put this in your calculations. Don't calculate based on this. Watch me because this is not that. Oh my God. Come on, y'all. Let's go up. Let's go up. Let's go up because this is going to be a weird year. So this cannot be factored into your calculations. Peter goes fishing. Y'all ready for me? Peter goes fishing. And the Bible says they had been fishing all night. And anybody that fishes knows uh, um, that when you go fishing, you want to go fishing in the evening. Why? Because the fish come up during the day when the sun is out. All of the the sun, the heat, it's going to send the fish to go low into the pond or the river or the ocean, you know, wherever you're fishing. Pay attention. In all of that, the Bible says, um, the Bible says this, that they've been fishing all night. They toiled all night and they caught nothing. They caught nothing. Is there anybody on here tonight where you've ever been like, God, I put everything into this and I got nothing out of this. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. I put everything into this and I got nothing out of this. Hey folks, on the Instagram comments, let me have you to stay focused, let's not spam. I need you not to spam, because I wanna be able to keep you on, but if you spam, I'm gonna have to block you, all right? Stay focused with me, all right? Where you feel like, God, I put everything into this, but I got nothing out of this. And the Bible says that Jesus shows up, and do you know when he shows up? When the sun is out. He shows up at a weird time, and he's like, Peter, let's go and cast your, cast, your, cast your net into the deep. Peter says, Lord, we've been fishing all night. We've been fishing all night. We've been fishing all night. All right, I asked you. All right, so we're just going to have to do this, okay? We've been fishing all night. And since we've been fishing all night, Lord, we didn't catch anything. But watch what he said. Nevertheless, at your word, I will do it again. Y'all better come on here. Nevertheless, I need some of y'all to type that on the screen and open your mouth and say it wherever you at. I don't care if you sit next to somebody on a plane, train, or automobile. I just need you to say, nevertheless, nevertheless. He said, nevertheless, at your word, I'm gonna throw the net back out. Hey, hey Brazil, I'm gonna throw the net back out. I'm gonna throw the net back out. Watch me, I'm not going to consider this in my calculations. Wow. Yes, it did not work, and I've been doing it all night. But at your word, I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna consider this in my calculations. And the Bible says, he caught so many fish. Listen, look at me, look at me. Same, 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 same body of water. Look at me, same fish that were always in the water. What was different? What was different? What was different? He, watch me. God says, don't consider that in your calculations. And for some of you, hear me. This series this month, Stop, is about to be your start. Because there's some things you're about to stop and there's some things God is about to start. There's some things you're about to stop because there's some things God is about to start. I know. I know. But don't put that in your calculations though. Nope. Don't use that in your calculations. Don't put that in there. Last piece. Um, Behold, verse 19. I am doing a new thing. New thing means it it didn't exist before. It's made, it's introduced, or it's discovered for the first time. There's some things you're gonna discover for the first time. It's not new, but it's new to you. It's not new, but it's new to you. Then here's the second definition of a new thing. It means already existing, but seen, experienced, or acquired recently for the first time. Seen, experienced, or acquired recently for the first time. So there's some things that God says, you're going to, watch me, it's going to be introduced to you for the first time. You're going to discover it for the first time, or I'm going to make it for the first time. For some of you, there's jobs that didn't exist today because they're going to be made for you over the weekend. And when you go look on Monday, it's going to be there. It's going to be there. It's going to be there. You've got to hear me. Let's get the last part of this verse. He says, now it springs forth. Can I get you to type this word on both platforms, Instagram and TikTok? Now. Now. The Lord says, now it springs forth. In other words, this is not getting ready to happen. This is already happening. It's already in work. It's already in progress. It's already in development. Now. You better hear me tonight. Now. And pay attention, it springs forth. And in the message on Wednesday, I really encourage you to go back and watch the Wednesday Night Live's message. Again, it was called Stop Being Normal. Um, if you think of a spring, I wish I, I thought of a spring. If you think of a spring, um, that spring it gets put under pressure. And the pressure that it's put under is what makes it spring back. In other words, it gets kinetic energy, it gets energy. It gets energy from pressure. Look at me. You keep getting tired. You ready? I'm going to help of some of y'all. You ke- Somebody says, how do I sow into your ministry on TikTok? You can use the Cash app. It's dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, and the number two. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, and the number two. You can also use PayPal, Venmo, Zell, GiveLify. That's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. And the website, you can give on our website too, harvestchurch.church. Great question over here on TikTok. IG, y'all know, TikTok, y'all know we just add TikTok in here. So you can sew that way. Um, and we'll, we're going to give everybody an opportunity to do that in just a moment. Listen to this. <clears throat> he says, now it springs for. You keep getting tired from your pressure. Listen to me. You're supposed to get energy from your pressure. Now, I listen, the iPad fell a minute ago on accident. I feel like throwing it from that one. Because there's about 60 of y'all where you keep getting tired from your pressure, the pressure you're like, oh, this is tiring. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm sick of this. I'm tired of this. I'm sick. And God says, no, you are not supposed to get tired from it. You're supposed to get energy from it. Now it springs forth. God says the energy, the spring get. Think of it like a spring mattress. When you jump on that mattress, it gets the energy to push you up. When you jump on that mattress, it gets the energy to pick you to push you back up. You need to, I pray you get energy from your pressure. God, I want to go up. I pray that you get energy from your pressure. I pray you get energy from your pressure. I'll say it again. I pray you get energy from your pressure. Wow. You keep talking about I'm tired. No, boo. No, sir. No, ma'am. You need to get energy from it. So when the Bible says, now it springs forth, what is he literally saying? He's saying, get some energy from this. Get some energy from this. Get some energy from this. Be energized. Be energized. Be energized. Y'all say, go up, sir. When I say go up, go up is my way of saying we're going to go up in the spirit. We're going to go up and have a, a very spiritual moment right there. And prayer and worship um, and, and 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 all of that I've been going up the last two days I've been going up Let me tell you As I was pouring into those people yesterday They were so hungry uh, For the poor I literally had to tell them so I said y'all don't go up no more I said stop I said sit down Stop um, I prayed 9.15 and 11.15 at harvest In the morning or like that Where y'all go up so high I have to tell you to come back down All right? Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Look at this part. Shall you not know it? Do you not perceive it? What does this mean, TikTok and Instagram? God says, how are you seeing this? Because are you seeing the new I'm trying to do as I'm trying to ruin you? Because there's about five of you on here tonight where you feel like, God, are you trying to ruin this? Who am I talking to? Wave at me. Let me call you out. Get set free from that tonight. Wave at me. There are things that you have either openly question God, or in yourself, you've questioned and said, God, I feel like you're trying to like, are you trying to ruin this? Like, God, are you trying to ruin this? Are you trying to ruin me? Who are the five? Wave. I see you. Wave and wave now. I see you. Watch me. I pray you be set free from that tonight. He is not trying to ruin you. You, pay attention, you are looking at it the wrong way you are looking at it the wrong way. He is your father and he loves you and he is not trying to ruin you, nor is he trying to ruin whatever thing you got going on. He ain't trying to ruin your business. He wants your business to prosper. But if he doesn't kill old, you'll never have new. If he doesn't kill old, you will never have new. If he does not kill old, you will never have new. He's not trying to ruin your family. But if he don't make you confront them generational curses, your family going to destroy itself. He's not. Wow. He says, do you not perceive it? He says, you're not. And notice he didn't listen to me and we're done. He didn't say, do you not see it? He, do you not see it? His question was, do you not perceive it? Perception is not reality. Here's perception. Perception isn't what it is. It's how you see it. And perception becomes a reality. He did not say, do you not see it? That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, do you not perceive it? And I need you to let the Lord know tonight on the screen. I perceive it. I perceive it. I perceive it. I see it right. I see it right. I perceive it right. My perception of this is correct. This is working for my good. This works for me. It is not against me. He didn't say to you not see it. He said you see it. You just don't perceive. Watch me. You just don't perceive what it is. You keep thinking it's an ending when all it is, it's an opening. Wow, that's a word for somebody. You keep seeing it as a negative, and God's like, this is a positive. I literally a few weeks ago got some. Uh, uh, it got some information That most people would have looked at and thought Okay, I mean, you know hmm. And I looked at it and said To God be the glory I said, God, what you gonna do about this here? How you gonna make this happen? Anytime you hear anything I need you to perceive it properly I pray that you would not perceive it Watch me based on your past Don't perceive it based on your pain so Tomorrow's message is called Stop praying about it Stop praying about it um, because there are some things you ready, um, that many people take this posture of prayer and the posture of prayer that they take is like, prayer is I pray. And then I wait. How many of you, especially if you grew up in church, like, here's what you thought. Like I pray and then just leave it alone. Wave at me. Like I pray about it and then I leave it alone. I walk away from it. I laid it in I put, Listen. I put it in God's hands. And then y'all sing songs. I put it all in his hands. All right, um, that's not the proper posture for prayer. Prayer is not a passive posture where we pray about it and leave it alone. Prayer, pay attention, tells us what actions to take. And in tomorrow morning's message at 9.15 a.m. Mountain Time and 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time, I'm gonna teach you Um, that there's certain things that once we pray about it now here's all the answers we just got to go do something about it (laughs) once we pray about it we about to go do something about it and i'm going to show you tomorrow in the scripture where literally the lord tells somebody shut up stop praying go do this (laughs) tomorrow for for those of you that can release a digital praise you ready to hear me You're going to get the answer to your prayers in tomorrow's message. I need you to put a digital praise on the screen if you believe that. You're going to get the answers to some of your prayers. No, excuse me, to all of your prayers in tomorrow's messages. Why? Because there's certain things you're like, God, I'm praying, praying, praying. And literally the Lord told, I'm going to show you in the Bible tomorrow. The Lord told somebody, get off of your face. Go do this. Shh. He literally says, stop praying to me about this. Go do this. Tomorrow is going to be God's way of saying to you, uh-uh, don't ask me about this no more. Go do this. And your next 12, y'all, are going to be your best 12. Here's what I want to do. Tonight, if this preview of tomorrow's message bless you, I want to encourage you, join us at 9.15 or 11.15 a.m. That's mountain time. That's 11.15 and 1.15 Eastern time. Um, If you're in Denver, you can join us in the building. In Atlanta soon, I'm going to be able to say you can join us in the building. Or if you're anywhere else across America, around the world, you can join us through our app, through Facebook, through YouTube, all of that. The best way to stay connected is to get the app. How do you do it? Text the word HARVEST to the phone number 877-552-4746. Number two, if this preview blessed you, if it spoke to you, always be a blessing to what blesses you. How can I be a blessing, Bishop? Number one, you want to be a sower. You want to be a giver. I am a giver. Um, and, uh, and so when you're a giver, hear me, you're always going to experience a harvest and I'm going to stretch some of you all to always be a giver. Those four of you, and there was a few more that I called out earlier. This is your time to go on and put that seed in the ground that you have been resisting. that you've been saying, I ain't going to do it. You need to do that now. I want to encourage you to sow tonight. How can you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, or Givelify. The email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. You can go to our website, harvestchurch.church, and you can give that way. Harvest is good ground. Again, the story is amazing. um, While I was in Birmingham, and I mentioned it in case you came in late, there was um, a couple, um, and um, they, I met them about maybe a year or so ago in West Palm Beach when I was teaching and preaching a leadership thing. Somebody says, what number today? What should you sow today? Let's tie it to, uh, uh, let's tie it to Isaiah 43 and 19, something with those numbers. 43 and 19, uh, 4319, sow something with those numbers in it. The spiritual principle is that, is that when you attach your seed, when you, when you number it like that, and you attach it to a scripture, you're working the word. So you always want to work the word. Um, they had sold and released when I was in um, in West Palm Beach. When I saw them in Birmingham, they had an amazing testimony about what God had done in their business. Then they had sold and, and they literally, I was getting ready to leave the church. And the pastor of the church came to and said, Bishop, what's your cash app? And I said, oh man, I got He said, what's your cash app? And I gave my cash app. He said, um, because they want to sow into you directly. I said, okay, well, here you go. They sold into me directly, and she said to me just yesterday, or um, yes, on Friday, she said, Bishop, oh my God, she says, when you said the last two months of 2021 were going to be the best out of the entire year, she said, all of a sudden, and I need you to type that on the screen, all of a sudden, she said, all of a sudden, we started getting these clients, and she started naming all of these high-profile clients, I was like, for real? God darn. Because of the seed that was released, I have literally watched this couple that's in this friend of mine's church. I have watched them release, and I have watched God hook them up in an amazing way. All right, so you always want to be a blessing and bless what blesses you, and you always want to be a giver. You always want to sow. All right. Lastly, if you're on here tonight and you're not a Christian or you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, this is your night. You're not on here by accident on TikTok or on uh, Instagram. Uh, You said, Bishop. Well. I'm a Christian, I'm saved, but maybe you've fallen away. Come back to the Lord tonight. God loves you with an unconditional love. And if that's you, you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord. Wherever you're at, on the count of three, do the hand wave emoji or just say, it's me. Don't think about it twice. I'm gonna lead you in a prayer. Don't hop off of this live yet. This is the most important part. You need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. On three, do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. One, two, three, respond right there. Whatever platform you're on, respond right there. Whatever platform you're on, respond right there. Respond right there. Do that hand wave emoji and say, it's me. I'm going to give you five seconds to respond. This is your moment. Do not miss your moment. Do not miss your moment. You need to become a Christian for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord. I see your recommitment. I got you. I got you. Just do that hand wave emoji and say, it's me. I got you tonight. You are in a safe place tonight. When you're a bishop former, you're always in a safe place. You're not going to be judged. You're not going to be condemned. You're not going to be beat down. Mm -mm. You're going to be loved to life. You're going to be loved to life. Five, I'm waiting on you. Four, waiting on you. Three, waiting on you. Hit that button. Do that hand-wimper emoji say it to me. Two, waiting on you. One, guys, you can keep responding. I count people down. I see you. I got you. I got the other recommit. I got you, uh, Chanel. Forgive me if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. I got you. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for loving me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to run this race. My life is yours in Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, or recommitted yourself to the Lord, here's what I need you to do. Text the word um, decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. 877, they're gonna type it over here on TikTok so you'll see it in the comments and just do a screenshot of it so you get it real quick. Same thing over here on Instagram or just on these two platforms tonight. Um, Text the word decision. When you do that, we're gonna shoot your text right away. It's gonna show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby, and it's going to make sure you have the resources to do what you need to do. Guys, join me tomorrow on campus or online on campus in Denver, 915 and 1115, and um, online, 915 a.m. Mountain, 1115 a.m. Mountain, it's 1115 Eastern, 115 Eastern, anywhere, all right? I also want to say this to you, and for all of my Atlanta family, We've been working diligently um, and make sure you stay tuned because we have our next set of dates. We'll be releasing that. I was hoping to be able to release it last week. There were some delays with the venue. So we're going to be able to release that here real soon um, to you um, as this week comes up. And so we can keep moving forward. All right. Because uh, we're excited about Atlanta. I, I am too. All right. Love you guys. Pray you have an amazing night. See you in the morning again It this. Bless you so. All right, and I'll see you guys in the morning. Shalom, everybody. Have a great night. Here's what I need you to do once we hop off share this. I need you to spread the word and share this tonight. Invite people to church. The reason I do the previews is not just to do a pre-preaching, all right, because I can just wait until Sunday. The reason I do the previews is to get you excited about it so you get others excited about it. Y'all got what I'm saying? I do the previews on Saturday nights for Sunday and Tuesday nights for Wednesday night live Bible study so that you get excited about it, so you go share. So go share this with some people, invite them to church. Let's see many people come to the Lord tomorrow. I love you guys. Have a good night. Shalom. Shalom, you guys. Love you. No, I, um, Isaiah 43 and 19 is the scripture there.